Hello and welcome to the Absolute Radio Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Paul McCaffrey. He's back. Howdy. What I mean, Howdy doesn't do justice to what a, what a podcast this is going to be. It's been a good one. It's been a real treat, a real thrill. A roller coaster ride through a Saturday's worth of football. Yeah, it's been a, been a lot of fun. Been a lot of fun, mainly I have to say because of some incredible texts from the listeners, which have been out of this world good about misheard names. Yep. Uh, we were talk- well, I mean, we talked about so much on the show. Mark Clattenberg slagging off of the referees. Patrice Evra's bizarre dinner date with Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> There's so much in this, Paul, isn't there? I mean... It's jam-packed. You'd have to say, I think other shows on other stations would, would, would chop this up and put this out over the course of a year. It's that dense. <laughs> I don't know. If it, I think it'd be spread pretty thinly over a year, but it's definitely a good listen for, for a, an hour. Yeah, I'm not sure dense is the right word as a compliment. Listen to this show, it's dense. <laughs> we are, anyway. Enjoy. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and roll football with Matt Ford and the man you could hear <laughs> on honking up his <laughs> scolding <Hocking> a loogie. <laughs> Paul McCaffrey. Paul, thank you so much for coming back. Well, thank you for yeah. No, thank you for having me. Really great to be here. It's a pleasure to have you back. So many games today. The early kickoff at the Emirates is currently two one to Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal went ahead. Burnley equalised, and then a Bamiyang with a beautiful. What could turn out to be the winner, but ten minutes left, and we will keep you fully abreast of that. But there are other games today, and the man to take us through all of that hot Premier League action is Paul McCaffrey. So, coming up today, Newcastle make the trip down the east coast to Norwich today as Mike Ashley's Newcastle takes Sport direct to Delia oh, Smith's Norwich. Oh, he didn't! He didn't! <laughs> Delia Smith's Norwich, who are keen to get cooking on gas after their seriously half-baked performance at Anfield <laughs> last Friday, where the Canaries lost 4-1. As the Geordies visit the home of Alan Partridge, with both their teams looking to win their first, will it be YI Man for Newcastle or AHA for Norwich? <laughs> A lot of Newcastle fans very unhappy with Ashley at the moment. Hopefully, Stevie Bruce will give them something to party about today. Uh, Next up, Villa v Bournemouth. Promoted Villa host Bournemouth today. Dean Smith's Lions hoping to pop Eddie Howe's cherries. (laughs) Villa stars Jack Grealish and John McGinn impressed in the uh, championship last season and will be looking to prove that they can mix it with the big boys in the Premier League this year. Um... Sorry, I just need to check the page. Just scroll down. Next up, Watford off to a bad start last week, losing away at Brighton. They take on Marco Silva's side at Goodison today, but will be hoping to win gold and take back three points to get the Hornets buzzing. Nice. Thank you. Uh, West Ham visit Brighton today, looking to erase the memory of a 5-0 hammering they took at the hands of the frighteningly good Man City at home last week. Brighton have won all their game so far this season and look to continue that impressive winning streak. And finally, it's double bubble for Liverpool today who visit Southampton, managing to combine a Premier League fixture and a scouting mission in one afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Jürgen's side have stolen ex-Saints come to St Mary's or the football cash and carry of the South Coast, as they've started to call it, or, as I like to call it, the clock shop. (laughs) This is... Oh, Jesus Christ! No, keep going, it's fine. No one knows. Uh, He's lost his way. His iPad's logged him out. (laughs) Clear internet history. This fixture is a win-win for Liverpool because they'll either take three points or eye up the players that they will cruelly prize away from the People's Champion Southampton at the end of the season. Hey, Klopp, 
leave our players alone. Yes! And he brings it into land! Oh, my word. Paul McCaffrey wins gold. That was incredible. Thank you, mate. Oh, my word. I don't know how we topped that. I'm sure we will. I mean, st- yeah, do stay plenty. around till five o'clock. There's plenty of radio to play. Oh, that was that was that was good. Not that was good for the soul. That Thanks. affected me deep. Good, Matt. I'm really happy. Oh, mate, that was high-quality broadcasting live on Absolute Radio. It's still 2-1 to Arsenal. We'll keep you abreast of all the latest scores in the Premier League and across the country. Do let us know for the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club which club we should be getting behind in today's 3 o'clock kickoff. Uh, out of the Premier League. So, non well, it could be a Premier League, but you have to have a very good reason. So, text us on 8-12-15 or tweet us at r Football and let us know for the Rock and Roll Fo- Football Supporters Club why we should be supporting your team in the three o'clock kickoff. And as a show, we will all support them. The best reason wins. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. There are about three minutes left at the Emirates. It's still Arsenal to Burnley. One. Paul and I are actually living together this festival. We are. It's been nice, hasn't it, Paul? It's been lovely. I am, I'm on a diet where for two days a week I don't eat, <clears throat> as you know. And yeah. yesterday was one of those days. So all of Friday, I, I took in zero calories. All I drank all day was water. So this morning I was very hungry and got up about half eight. I went to an Indian restaurant for breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) And I sat there, and it was busy. I sat there and had a bacon naan, which is a naan bread with bacon in it, a sausage naan, which is a naan bread with sausage in it, and something called masala beans, which is spicy beans with coriander. And the table next to me looked at me, and then the other table... The actual looked... table or the people sat at it? Yes, the people sat at it. Good point. I think people might <laughs> think have missed it. was delirious after not eating anything <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> so they start looking at me. The people next to me, so I'm quite self-consciously mm. eating all this food to myself. And then, you know, when I always try and give off non-verbal cues if I, <laughs> if I, don't, if I don't want to be talked to. Yeah. I'm a friend, I would say I was a friendly... Well, I'll flick them with ease or something. <laughs> <laughs> Start chucking masala beans at them. Yeah, spat at them. Yeah. No, I, I, the waiter kept coming over me. He was a bit too chatty. Right. So he's like, oh, can I get anything else? I was like, no, I'm fine, mate. Thank you very much. And yeah. then deliberately averted eye contact. He kept coming back and coming back. And then at the end, I said, oh, can I just get the bill, please? So he was trying to be nice and you were crabby because you didn't eat yesterday is basically the subtext. I thought maybe, but it was early and I, I, I was aware I was eating a lot of food for one person. Mm. I was getting looks as it was. And you know, if you're just not in a talkative mood, then, you know, that's fine, isn't it? Surely. Anyway, it's like nine in the morning. I'm sat there having this banquet. Because <laughs> <laughs> didn't really ate. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just like chicken legs and pork <laughs> everywhere. And, um, and then I asked for the bill. He brings the bill over and he goes, um, so what are your plans for the rest of the day? And I found that sentence, mate, for the last half hour I've been trying to fend you off. But I said, I sort of mumbled something. And I, because, <laughs> yeah. well, I'll tell you what, I don't want to go. Well, actually, I'm presenting rock and roll football at turn, then I'm doing my show at the Edinburgh Festival. Mm. I can't say that. So I said, um, no, I was just, you know. And he went, sorry, what? I said, like, oh, mate. I said, I'm just meeting some friends. He went, oh, whereabouts? And I'm obviously not meeting friends. I was like, just in town. And it must have made me sound so... <laughs> I was like, I just want to, pay, mate, please. And I got, I got sort of panicked at the social awkwardness of it. What I love about this is somewhere there's, been, there's a very different version of this story <laughs> being told, isn't there? But I'm, I'm being honest that I was slightly crabby. But if, mm. you know, if someone doesn't want to talk to you, you don't keep the conversation. No, going, no, you? it's a bit much, a bit strong. So Other than I that, feel bad. great breakfast, yeah. Yeah, but, but my day is now. I'm just basically fat and guilty. Like mm. it's, it, I just, I'm very confused. 
I sat there on my own as well. The people kept looking at me. I mean, <laughs> would you have looked at a, a lad who was just sat there eating all that to himself? Well, eating enough food for four people and mumbling at the waiter. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'd have, I wouldn't have been able to take my eyes off it. I mean, I am glad I've talked about this because I do feel that actually I am in the wrong. Mm. Should I go back and apologise to that guy? I think you, well, you've just, you've just apologised live on air. I shouldn't worry too much about it. But, I mean, you get my point. I don't get... If he says what you're doing later, I can't say... Actually, I do a show for Absolute Radio, yet yeah, uh, Rajars are up, actually, on the last quarter and uh, doing, <laughs> doing it down from 4th FM. Uh, doing a show later tonight. You won't be able to get the tickets on there till next week. I mean, that would have just been... Maybe I didn't have to go that far. Maybe there was a middle ground where I just said, I'm quite busy for the rest of the day. Yeah, you could have just said that to one person or you could have said it to all of the listeners on this... Uh... Fair point. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Well, I've got news for you. The nation are now rallying behind me. I've had a text here. It says, I'm 100% behind you on this. So this is about this food scenario I had this morning with this waiter. All right, yeah. All I wanted to do is just eat an entire table's worth of food and not be interrupted. <laughs> and not have to speak to anyone. Click exactly. your fingers and then just bring you your food over. Exactly. Never mind processed beets. I had a mouthful of processed meat. I'm 100% percent behind you on this. I'll have the Kasabian special, please. Some processed meats. I'm 100% behind you on this. As someone who has waitressed for many years, you need to be mindful of your customers. Basically, sense the tone and bugger off. I don't even talk to my friends before 10am in the morning, let alone a complete stranger when I'm trying to scarf a banquet of food. Bang on, whoever texted that. Thank you. Mm. Could see some common sense returning to these <laughs> islands. Oh, that's real. That's what you call good old-fashioned British common sense. That's what I would say. <laughs> I've, got, I've got very Clarkson this morning about this whole business. Um, someone else who's been slagging other people off is Mark Clattenberg, by the way, the ex-Premier League referee who now makes a lot of money abroad. Fair play to him. Um, <laughs> in an article, he slagged off loads of other referees. So on John Moss, he says he's big mates with Martin Atkinson. So that sums him up. Um, I don't really rate him as a referee. When I trained with him, he looked fit, but now he looks about eight months pregnant. Wow. This is harsh stuff. Deep burns from uh, Clattenburg. (laughs) I'm Martin Atkinson. He says, uh, the thing is, he's an ex-copper. He was that type of person on a football pitch. Wow. He's just started laying into people. All guns blazing. Fat shaming John Moss. That's unbelievable. Eight months pregnant. You can't (laughs) say that, can you? No, how many months pregnant would be acceptable? Two months? I just don't think you should bring it into the conversation at all. No, but you know if someone said to you, you look two months pregnant, it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a deep cut, would it? You'd go, oh, yeah, I've probably got... I mean, at two months pregnant, I'm not sure you're even showing, are no. you? It could be a compliment. Some people would get to eight months and not show. Yeah, someone could say to me, you look seven months pregnant, and I'll go, thanks, I've been on a diet. Thank you very much for joining us on Mumsnet FM this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for more insights throughout the afternoon. If you were going to take a swipe at... Let's say you went abroad and then were, were asked to write a comedy magazine... And you were asked about me. What what would you say is a deep burn? Miserable. No. Unsociable. What? Unfriendly. Uh, treats waiting staff really badly. No, that, we can't start that. That's not true. <laughs> well, you've just gone public with it. Like, you know what? I still tipped him. I say it's got the uh, <laughs> into it, a bin. His attitude is that of an eight months pregnant. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's it. I've got the. I've got exactly. I'm hormonal. I'm not. I don't just look eight months pregnant. Crave I'm, weird cravings. Oh yeah. I mean that's true actually. Today I've had two bowls of shreddies, an apple, a bacon nana sausage, and beans, and a magnum. And that was all before midday. Do you think that's weird? I well, n- not necessarily. No. I mean, you've not, what I think is weird is the fact that you don't eat for two days. If I was going to sort of say anything was weird, 
Yeah, but it is helping me lose weight. But it is helping you lose weight. There's unquestionable. You definitely have lost weight, but I just think there's probably healthier and uh, less stressful ways to do it. In all seriousness, how many months pregnant do you think I look? None. Really? Yeah. How many months pregnant do you think that's a one? I don't know why. Even, I literally even. do not know why I've just why said that. Why would you let me back in like that? <laughs> oh, my word. An open goal. That was like missing a penalty at one end. They conceding <laughs> down the other. You're like, what a turnaround. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Now, you might have seen the UEFA Super Cup <clears> final <throat> of the week. I didn't even know it was happening, so it was a lovely... Um, I suppose it's the UEFA version of the Charity Shield, in a way. It's mm. silverware, but it sort of counts. Between Liverpool and Chelsea. It was very exciting. Went to penalties. But you might have noticed Jorginho, the Chelsea player's name, was spelt wrong on the back of his shirt. <laughs> now, a number of things have happened there. The person who's printed it wrong has misspelt it. Yep. It's been hung up, and either no one's noticed. He's put it on. Other people... I mean, surely there was enough time to sort that out. Maybe not, who knows. But some people take that thing very badly. I mean, uh, my surname is frequently misspelt without the E on the end. Does that annoy you? Not really. I mean, sometimes there's part of me that just thinks you could have got it right. Yeah. But I understand that Ford is a prominent I've seen it spelt a lot of other ways as well. Um, yeah, often with a C <laughs> and a T on the end. I'm like, hang on a minute. <laughs> um, and middle names that I've never previously been aware of. Um, it doesn't upset me, but has anything like that ever happened to you? Uh, actually, a number of years ago, when I did uh, an Edinburgh Sharp here called Pills, Thrills and Belly Laughs after the Happy Mondays album, I had met Bez in the run-up to the festival and got wow. uh, uh, off to Mondays and had got him to do my off-stage announcement for oh, me. Oh, yes, I remember it. And uh, he was quite clearly well-refreshed, shall we say, that afternoon. So I got him to uh, record it, which he kindly did, and he said, oh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to this stage Paul McGrathry. <laughs> Uh, and I was just like, do you know what? I think that's actually better. <laughs> you know what I remember about that as well? Oddly, was then he added another line. He went, Paul McGrathley, and it wasn't me that done it. It was him. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. Sort of, I was like, what does he mean? Mm. Like a crime had been committed. Good, though, wasn't it? It was amazing. Do you think the audience got it? No. Oh, no, I think I came on and said, that was actual Bez there. The people went, yeah, great. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then eight people just sat there thinking, yeah, we literally couldn't care less. <laughs> Eight baffled Japanese <laughs> tourists. <laughs> what on earth is going on? I was going to do uh, uh, the voice then, but uh, oh, stick clear. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> please, please, please stick clear doing any accents that are not from these islands. <laughs> oh, man. Um, if you've got any funny stories about times your name has been misspelled or misused, do text them in 81215. I mean, some people have hell with them, don't they? Especially yeah. if their name... Rhymes with the song. I've had Jeremy that a couple Hunt. of times actually. I've turned up at uh, a gig and um, who was it? Oh yeah, I turned up at a gig and it had my name with Michael Fabry's face. So a different comedian. And then the bloke said, "Oh, we're really excited to have you." I was like, "Yeah, clearly." <laughs> <laughs> but if you do have any stories about people getting your name wrong, text us eight twelve fifteen. Obviously, with Jeremy Hunt, it went bad on numerous occasions. Yeah, I did well. Actually, I'm one of the first radio presenters in the history of the UK to say his name without getting it wrong. Is that a mistake, though, or are they, a lot of those people are definitely doing that on purpose, aren't they? I love the fact that now we've got beef with the Today Show. <laughs> McCaffrey just starting an absolute Radio <laughs> 4 bad blood. It's going to be like, I'm, I'm only not here for a week, it. I don't care. <laughs> You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Now, I'll get a few messages here from people whose names have been missaid or misspelt. Uh, some guy's got in touch saying, my name is Carl Mulpass. And I get letters addressed to Mr. Moldy Ass. 
Uh, is that Morris Malpass, isn't it? Do you remember? Was that Dundee? Was he the Dundee manager? <laughs> Carl Malpass. Mr. Moldyass. That is bad. Um, someone else got in touch there. I'm Steve, but officially Stephen with a V. Definitely not Stephen with a PH. I told some helpline once I was Stephen with a V. The response was, how can I help you, Mr. Witherby? Stephen Worthy. <laughs> All uh, over the place. That's brilliant. I can see how the mistake was made there. <laughs> that's... That's really funny. <laughs> it's <is> funny, yeah. <laughs> Stephen Witherby. That's a great name. Yeah, it is. It is. Stephen Witherby. I suppose it does sound like a yeah. really good surname. It's like a, a character off Coronation Street. Ste- Old Stephen Witherby. Steve Witherby, are you at it again? <laughs> You're bad. <laughs> All right, Betty. <laughs> Stephen Witherby's been up to his old tricks with Jack Duckworth again. <laughs> oh, man. Keep your stories good in 8, 12, 15 times that your name has been misspelled or missaid. Or, I suppose, what else is there? Yes, misunderstandings about your name, the pronunciation or spelling of. Text them to 8, 12, 15. Tweet them to at R&R Football. We have a story for you. By the way, the, the the whistles will be in the mouths of referees up and down this fine land. The game's kick off at three o'clock. We will keep you abreast of. We do need you to decide. Now, we've had a number of suggestions for teams we should support. Mansfield Town, says Dan Bacon. We just need some luck. Come on, Matt. You're a knots lad. It just makes sense. Other people nominating Bristol Rovers, Bristol City, Nottingham Forest, Derby County... I kind of feel the way Dan Bacon has worded that and said we just need some luck mm. has really appealed to my softer yeah. side. The side I didn't show to that waiter this morning. <laughs> I feel like it should be Mansfield. That rarely seen softer side. All right, all right, lay off. I'm getting cyberbullied in the flesh. <laughs> just bullied. What's cyberbullying in real life? That's oh, just real bullying. Right, we're supporting Mansfield Town as a show from three o'clock. We'll keep you updated with all the main games in the well, all the games in the Premier League and all the biggest games across the country, including Mansfield Town. Hopefully, Forest and South. Go on, Mansfield. Go on, go on, you stags, and keep letting us know funny stories about times your name has been misused, misspelt, misunderstood. Misused? I'd be interested to hear some stories about when the day's been misused. Hold on, uh, Paul McCaffrey's just been used to rob a bank. <laughs> oh, rob a bank, you say? Yeah, good friend of mine, Mr. A Bank. Rock and roll football. Podcast done. Goal already in the Premier League. Paul McCaffrey. There has been an early goal at Villa Park. A penalty for Bournemouth, which Josh King put away. It is Aston Villa nil, Bournemouth one. Hot action already. Mansfield. I slightly stuttered there. I got quite emotional. Mansfield. <laughs> uh, still nil-nil away at Carlisle United, the team that we are supporting as part of our supporters club today. We, we had a late suggestion for a team that uh, I don't think we can really get behind. Someone's texted and said, Hi, great presenters of Absolute Radio. Thank you. I'm a regular fan and supporter of most of the initiatives your radio promotes in the UK. <laughs> My best team is Flat Earth FC. <laughs> this show cannot become a platform for globalist conspiracy <laughs> theories. Surely not. My word. Um, now, we've got various, various uh, misspelt name stories here. Um, someone here says, My surname is Tovey. It's of Welsh origin. Over the years, we used to being called uh, Tyvee, Toby, Tuvi, Torvi, so I always have to spell it out. One courier looked at me like I thought he was thick. He said, it's an unusual name. I explained it's of Welsh origin, and he said, ah, bonny lad. What? Lovely story. <laughs> uh, guys, I ordered my salad at Tost and gave them my name, Nancy. 
Ten minutes later, I could hear someone shouting, nasty. I mean, you wouldn't presume someone was called nasty, would you? Well, there's that big nasty, isn't there? Oh, big nasty. Yeah. I suppose it depends. Well, you might call him nasty if you were from up up north. Oh, that's right. Have you seen big, that guy, Big, big Nasty? Big Nasty. <laughs> big fan of Big Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> someone said, I can beat the Stephen Withervy name error. Excellent. Wow, this got to be good. I told someone over the phone that my name is Jackie Stevens with a V and got letters addressed to <laughs> Miss Jackie Stevens with a V. <laughs> I've ended up with a double barrel surname. Oh, that's lovely. One here says, my name is Darren. And whenever I talk to anyone in Ireland, they say, is that Darren? So I say, no, it's Darren. And they say, yes, it's Darren. It really winds me up. Darren Barker from Swinefleet. I've never heard of Swinefleet before, but that place must take its name from a fleet of swine. Yeah. I wouldn't imagine that uh, like a group of swines were called a fleet, would you? A fleet of swine, unless they're pilots. Flying or drivers. <gasps> Swinefleet, a place named after... A cliche. Wow. That is incredible. Darren, or Darren, if you do know why swine fleet... I mean, it must be. It must come from some sort of pig connection. Let's let's Google it and find out. Could be a new feature on the show, the pig connection, (laughs) instead of the big connection. (laughs) Already run out of steam on that. (laughs) Run out of steam on that idea for a feature immediately. But, yes, keep in... uh, Keep coming in your... uh, Keep coming in. Keep your texts coming about... Your name and whether it's been misspelt, misused, misunderstood, misworld. Text them to eight twelve fifteen. Tweet them to at R and R football. And if you know what, how, and why Swinefleet got its name, please let us know. Matt, Matt, and you, rock and roll football. Another goal in the Premier League. Paul McCaffrey. There has been a goal at Goodison. It is uh, an Everton goal. Bernard, it's Everton 1, Watford 0. <sighs> Goals already flying in, not just in the Premier League, but around the country. Laura's got in touch on the text. She says, mm. I reckon Swinefleet must have been named after those 30 to 50 feral hogs that have been, <laughs> been doing the rounds on Twitter. <laughs> Sounds like a John Travolta film, doesn't it? <laughs> what does? Feral hogs. <laughs> I yeah. love that film. Like I turned old... up in a leather jacket and we went to see Noel Gallagher in conversation. You said I look like one of wild dogs. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> There's been another goal. Oh my word! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! <laughs> There's been another goal at Villa Park. A second for Bournemouth. I'm not sure who has scored it. Another penalty. Another King penalty. Wow, oh, my God. Wow, wow. Aston Villa nil, Bournemouth 2. I think that was his initial one. Oh, that goal. was his initial one. Sorry, that was a rush of blood to the head there. I've got excited, carried away, and I have misinformed the nation. Uh, Harry Wilson. Harry Wilson. Uh, second wow. goal for Bournemouth. This is incredible. So much drama and more drama over tax. Uh, ta- tax. <laughs> I'm sure there will be come deadline day, but um, more drama over text. Someone says, all right, lads, great show. My name is Joe Whiteman. Hello, Ooh. Joe. He says, people don't seem to be able to grasp my surname. I've had Whitman, Whitehouse, Whitehead, and the, bast- <laughs> and the best of all... the best of all... I mean, it's ironic that I'm talking about mispronunciation. 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 Just take a breath and go again. All right, lads. Great show. I like that bit. Thank you. <laughs> my name is Joe Whiteman, and people don't seem to be able to grasp my surname. I've had Whitman, Whiteman, Whitehouse, Whitehead, and the best of all, John Bateman. Oh, Patrick Bateman's American Psycho, isn't it? I thought maybe it was a derogatory 
slam about his behaviour. What's it? Well, is his first name actually John? His first name's Joe. Uh, so they've right. got his first name and surname. John Bateman. That's From incredible. Joe Whiteman to John Bateman. They're having you on, aren't they, when they do yeah. that? That's a disgruntled PPI call centre person getting their own back. Just having a bit of fun. Just having a bit of fun by ruining people's lives. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. What a time! <laughs> The timing of Paul McCaffrey's bodily functions has been incredible. Sneezing, breathing, panting like one of those big dogs you see. He's awful in this weather. He needs his, he needs a shave. Oh my word! And that what was that hay fever? No idea. Dusty in here, isn't it? It is. It is. But I take a lot of antihistamine. Mm. So I feel. Uh, I feel okay. Uh, Jonathan and Mark in sunny Workington says, My dad sent me to pay the gas bill. His name is Pastor Corkill. That sounds like the first line of a song. My dad sent me to pay the gas bill. His name is Pastor Corkill because he's a cleric, but because of his poor handwriting, his name on the contract was Rasta Carbon. <laughs> wow. From Jonathan and Mark in sunny Workington. Um... Someone here says, my husband recently bought a TV from a large, well-known store. His name is Cox. When he got home and checked his receipt, it was in the name of Mr. Wonder Cox. Uh-oh. Bizarre. Yeah, what's he been up to? <laughs> Great nickname, no? Someone else here says, hi, guys. My full name is Christian Patrick Kenmore. However, I'm known as Chris. I now have some letters delivered to Mr. Chris P. Kenmore. I'm not particularly crispy. <laughs> oh, Crispy Kenmore. Well, there's Chris Peacock, isn't there? The um, news presenter. I was going to say, is this one of the films you've been watching? Who's <laughs> Chris Peacock? Chris, Chris <laughs> uh, I think he was on sort of Southern News, South Today. I don't know what he got. I think he sort of was on national stuff at one time, no? Uh, uh, Crispy. <laughs> no, he's not. I don't know why I keep repeating it. Mm. No, I'm not familiar with his work, Paul. Okay. Look out for him. Fantastic. To, all I would say is great great news reader. Delete your internet history before you come on national radio. <laughs> now, some of you may be aware, Leeds United have had a, a documentary series made about them on Amazon, uh, much in the vein of uh, Sunderland, uh, Sunderland's Netflix documentary. And a goal. Whereabouts? At West Ham. Brighton 1, West Ham 0. Paul, what's going on down there? Well, there's been a goal. <laughs> Absolute radio sources currently trying to figure out. We do have men on the ground. We do have eyes on the Trossard, pitch. Trossard, 27th minute for Brighton. It is Brighton 1, West Ham 0. Oh, so excited. Already excited about match of the day later. Yeah, it's going to be great. Four goals already. Oh, football is juicy, isn't it? Should say as well, more importantly, Nottingham Forest are winning 2 0 at home to Birmingham City, the game the entire world is watching. Mansfield Town still drawing 0 0 away at Carlisle. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. A goal in the Carlisle Mansfield Town game, but Paul McCaffrey, which way is it gone? It has a man, it's a Mansfield goal, cause for much celebration. Woohoo! And now, this for the first time on Absolute How Radio, this is incredible. 
I don't know what we call it, a score correction, a VAR decision, Paul. Please tell the nation what's going on out there. The Brighton goal is no more. It is still Brighton nil, West Ham nil. I should also say at this stage, we are getting all of our information from Sky Sports News, and it is Chris Kamara reporting from Brighton, so we cannot discount the possibility that there was never a goal. But (laughs) the scoreline as it stands is still Brighton nil, West Ham nil. Trossard's goal has been taken away. Oh, this is so exciting. I mean, I know... I think I probably am against VAR on uh, on balance. But that drama of being stuck in a basement watching it, obviously we, we have absolute sources at all these games, but we just use Sky and the BBC website to uh, t- to help out. Uh, it seems like there's more drama going on. There's been another goal! No way! Oh, there my word! There has been a goal at St James's Park. There has been a goal for Newcastle. Uh, Timu Puki has scored. It is one. Oh, no, for Norwich. I, uh, sorry, I correct myself. This is very exciting. It is live radio. There will be mistakes. Uh, it is Norwich one. Newcastle nil. I apologise uh, to any Newcastle fans who started celebrating prematurely there. Uh, it is uh, Norwich one, Newcastle nil. And we are getting news of another VAR decision. Paul McCaffrey has been cancelled. <laughs> football on Absolute Radio. This is Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio. Time for our second instalment of Mascot Got Need, where we are attempting <clears throat> to speak to every mascot and every former mascot in the history of UK football. It may be a task that is beyond us, but this week we talked to one of the most infamous. He was famous for being the mascot for Hartlepool FC as Hangus the Monkey. He then went on to become the elected mayor of Hartlepool. Not only that, he was re-elected. We're delighted to be joined by Stuart Drummond. Stuart, welcome to the show. Hi, Matt. Thanks very much. For those who don't know, why was the Hartlepool mascot called Hangus the Monkey? Um, during the Napoleonic Wars, there was a shipwreck off the coast of Hartlepool, and the only survivor was the ship's mascot, which was a monkey, and it was washed ashore on a piece of driftwood. Uh, the people of Hartlepool at the time had never seen a monkey before, but neither had they seen a Frenchman. <laughs> so, because it couldn't speak English, they thought it was a French spy, so hung it for espionage. <laughs> Without being flippant, is there a memorial to the monkey in the town anywhere? Absolutely, yeah. All, everywhere you go, you see um, sort of the local sports clubs have a monkey with a noose around its neck. As the, <laughs> um, there's, there's a statue down the marina of a, of a monkey. How did you become the mascot? They launched it, I think, back in '99. We were playing Millwall in the FA Cup, and the guy who did it was a, a drama student, and they got him on That's board awesome. to think. But he wasn't a football fan, and got sick of it after a couple of games and got a bit carried uh, away reciting Shakespeare yeah. and stuff yeah yeah. and I was travelling to an away match with um, the press officer at the, the time and he said you know we're, we're short for Saturday and I said oh well I'll do it for you till you find somebody I soaked the Carlisle bench at half time so all the, when the subs came out they sat down and got their backsides wet and the crowd seemed to enjoy that sort of thing <laughs> kept on going really was there not a part of you, maybe in the back of your mind, that had a growing fear that the people of Hartlepool had hung a monkey before and should you misbehave again, you could suffer a similar fate? I think what I was doing was fighting back for monkeys. <laughs> you then became the elected mayor of Hartlepool. Had you always had political ambitions or did it extend from this monkey business? It was just a natural transition, really. (laughs) (laughs) I was always looking for new and interesting things to have a laugh with, and I wanted to stand in the general election in 2000. Yeah. But Peter Mandelson was the town's MP at the time, and he was also the honorary president of the football club. (laughs) 
So the chairman didn't really want to uh, cause any ructions or upset him. So when they had a referendum to have a mayoral election, I thought it was a perfect opportunity for a bit of publicity for the club. Never in a, uh, a million years would I, did I think I would win. After being the monkey mascot, the people of Hartlepool went bananas for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stuart, I mean, there's so much more we could ask you about your time in local politics, and maybe we'll get the chance on another show. But for today, thank you so much for joining us. And do you, one last question. Do you still go and watch Hartlepool? Yeah, I'm going this afternoon, actually. I'll be setting off in a, in a few minutes. And is someone else in that monkey suit today? I know the guy, and he's very lucky because when we played on Tuesday night, the referee gave a very bad decision and he actually ran to the edge of the pitch and gave what you would class as unwelcome sign to the referee. Oh, my um, word. He thought he was going to get sacked, but he's on his final line. <laughs> we should keep an eye on that guy. He's probably our next Prime Minister. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't do a worse job. <laughs> Stuart, have a great weekend. Thank you very much. Cheers, mate. Thanks very much. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Paul McCaffrey. <laughs> Red hot action in the Premier League. Paul McCaffrey. Yeah, I'd rather not go with that sound effect for this next one as uh, Saudi Omane has come back to rub salt in the wound at Southampton uh, and has scored for Liverpool. It is Southampton nil, Liverpool one. Oh, mate. Mm. Stood there in your special Southampton shirt. <laughs> special. You mean, <laughs> it's, like not, a... it's not not special, is it? No, it's, yeah. He's got oh, a special man. shirt and he's got his name on the back. The club sent you that, didn't they? They did. Thank you very much. If anyone from the club is listening, and commiserations, but uh, oh god, it's a funny. I'll be honest with you, it's a funny shape on you. That shirt. It's an extra large. That's why it's a funny shape. But it's on also me. it's kind of longer than it, it, it because it's stripes. The red and white, beautiful stripes of Southampton mm-hmm. Football Club. Because it's quite a long shirt with the stripes. It does look a bit like a granddad's night shirt. Yes. I look like... Uh, who's the bloke out of Christmas Carol? Ebenezer Scrooge. Yes. Just walking through with one of those things on a candle and a little night hat with a bobble on it. It should... The Southampton kit <laughs> That's should what you sleep in. <laughs> <with the night. laughs> I, I, I quite often see you going for a wee in the middle of the night with a little candle on a big, long, sort of, like, blue and white striped uh, night big, shirt. Big, long what? <laughs> <laughs> I sleep in Nottingham Forest shorts, and in the winter... Occasionally a forest shirt, but I have a very high personal body temperature. Mm. So I sleep topless. But oh, God. What's wrong with that? That's you a normal state. You're around sweating with your bloody boobs out. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Wardlaw Steele. Wow. Has got in touch and he says, I get called Warlord. Yeah. That's a, great. That's a fantastic. Dave Warlord Steele. Wow. Andrew says, my surname is Weatherstone and I live in Maidenhead. This is constantly converted to Mr. Weatherspoon from Maidstone. I just go with the flow these days. <laughs> go with the flow. Mr. Weatherspoon. You should, I mean, that could help you out in life. Yeah. You get a free pint. There's loads of Weatherspoons pubs around the country. They are basically free pints in <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not paying 99p. I'll have this one. <laughs> Telling us your stories about your time, your name has been misspelled or misused. Text them to 8 12 15. Second half is about to get underway across the UK. Forest winning 2 0, which is the main headline, I would say, of today's action. We'll keep you updated on rock and roll football. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Paul McCaffrey, live from the Edinburgh Festival. Should say, Paul, your show is excellent. It's called, oh, thanks. It's called Lemon. Yep. 
It's on at the underbelly on Cowgate. Yep. 7.40pm every night. Sold out tonight, but there are plenty Ooh. of tickets left for tomorrow. <laughs> if anyone is at a, at a loose end tomorrow, please come. That was a lovely mixture of telling the country that you're Bra- selling well today. Braggadicio. And then humility. Yeah. That was great. Well, I'm a very complex character, you know, multifaceted. Are you? I think so. When you say complex, what do you mean? Do you... Well, I'm not just, you know... Not just selling swaggering out buffoon like you, do you know what I mean? There are, <laughs> there are other sort of parts to my personality. I can be vulnerable, you know, but I can also be proud. That's something I'm dating profile. <laughs> it does, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Paul McCaffrey's dating profile. How would you describe your body type? <laughs> oh, God. Why did it have to come down to this? Just because this is what happens on dating profile. Okay, well, as you constantly keep telling me, I've got a fantastic set of pins. You have got probably the best legs I've ever seen on a man. Athletic. Lovely. The right amount of hair. It's when we get above the waistline, things start to go a little bit west. I would say maybe as we approach the waistline. <laughs> from the south. That's when I lose interest. What rubbish. <laughs> There's a section between the knees and the waistline. That you... That's your favourite part. The red zone. <laughs> the drop zone. <laughs> I tend to avoid. So, um, you, so you'd say good legs. Good legs. I, I, the, the, the top half needs work. I think we can all agree. Um, maybe I'll put a picture on, like a before picture on Twitter for people to have a look at. And no, I'm not going to do that. Actually. No, 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 no. Open yourself up to years of trolling. <laughs> We have produced, by the way, I mean, this is how reactive and, and how ahead of things we are at Absolute Radio these days. We have produced our own sound effects. We have an air horn for a goal. Yep. But as for the first time we've been tested in the Brighton-West Ham game, which is still nil-nil with that retracted goal mm. due to VAR, we now have a sound, we have a, we have a sting for when a goal is uh, retracted. It's mm. this. Denied. Excellent. How cool is that? Love it. Denied. Lovely. Brilliant. We should credit our, our wonderful producer, Gordy Lundy, for, for the wonderful um, uh, creativity that he possesses. We have been talking this morning in honour of G- Jorginho getting his name misprinted on the back of his shirt. <laughs> this is brilliant. Uh, Colin has got in touch. He says, my surname is Wilshire. Years ago, I used to sign my name with a big loop on the S until I was in work one day and a letter came into the insurance company where I w- worked addressed to a Mr. Willie Hire. <laughs> to this day, people who knew, knew me back then still refer to me as Mr. Willie Hire. I changed my signature after that. Brilliant. I mean, what a line of work to be in. Fantastic. Yeah, just a, I run a Willie Hire business. <laughs> all, all, your, all your needs... Oh, I've just realised that's actually quite rude and she'll not be repeating that joke. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. We have news on our big team this afternoon. Uh-oh. Is that a third for Mansfield? No, it's the second for second Mansfield. Second for Mansfield, sorry. We didn't report it earlier. Yeah. So Mansfield has scored a second goal. It was Maynard. It, well, well into added on time. 45 plus four minutes. Absolute radio sources via the BBC website. <laughs> That's what they like to do here. Our sources basically let Sky and the BBC and BT and other media providers know first. And then, just because out of manners, they, they then tell us second. And that seems to be a fair... Fair... So, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The wheels oh, have come so off. Bad. So, I can't... T- well, I can I just had some chips and curry sauce. <laughs> oh, I thought I could get away with it. That's so bad. Is that unprofessional? No, not Do, at all. Thank I'm gonna, God. 
burping on air because you've just had chips and curry sauce. One of the most professional things I've ever heard in my life. Exactly. I mean, this is what they do on the Today programme, isn't it? They're all <laughs> sat around having pakora and you know, battered produce. It's the only way. You know what? That's the thing. It's the only way you can get energy. I bet that's what all the players are having at half time. Maybe not. <laughs> I've been absolutely been hung out to dry here. I mean, by, in all fairness, for my awful personal behaviour, I am now going to reflect on my life and hope that we get some more goals. I mean, match of the day tonight is going to be incredible. There's goals going in everywhere. We will keep you updated in the last 45 minutes of the show. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. You wanted air horn action. We heard what you said, and we simply say this. <laughs> There's been another goal in the Premier League and I'm throwing now to a very glum-looking Paul McCaffrey. Yeah, I'm absolutely gutted to report there's been a second at St Mary's and it is not who I would hoped it would have been. Uh, it's a second for Liverpool. The only positive I can take from this is at least he didn't used to play for us. Uh, it's Firmino <laughs> and is now Southampton nil, Liverpool 2. Devastated. I'm sorry for that, for that Paul. Um, maybe this will cheer you up. Patrice Everett's recounted a, a story of going round to Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo's house for dinner. Oh, lovely. He says, Ronaldo invited me back to lunch one day after training. I was really excited. I thought, we can have some good... <laughs> like little school kids. <laughs> we can have some good, proper food. We'd had a hard training session. When I arrived, the dinner was already salad, plain chicken, water, no bread, Ooh. no bagel for the French, nothing. We started eating. I was like, okay, maybe the main course is coming, but nothing. Now, let's just imagine I've invited you around to my house. Yes. And this is what I've given you. If I'd served that up, what would your initial reaction be? I, I, I'd be pretty annoyed, it has to be said. Okay. Um, I actually went to Christmas once round at my uh, sister-in-law's husband's sister's house. So it was sort of quite tenuous, and they're not yeah. together anymore, so I feel like I can, so I can say this. And was uh, served... What I, at the time, perceived to be an unacceptable amount of food on Christmas Day. It was like, uh, what do they call it when you get the small portions of food? Uh, like a tasting menu. No. Canapes. Um, oh, there's a, there's a child's menu. Anyway. Well, it was, that's what it was like. It was like a child's menu. Three spuds, bit of chicken. I had to have a fish finger sandwich when we got back to my sister-in-law's on oh, Christmas mate. Day. That's the opposite problem that most people have on Christmas, is, is overindulgence, not underindulgence. I was I was gutted. So yeah, I feel I feel his pain is what I'm trying to tell you. You must have been the only Brit who didn't need a snooze on Boxing Day. Oh, air horn! A oh, goal in the Premier League. My Paul McCaffrey. Word. There has been another goal at Villa Park. This time it is the home side that have got one. Douglas Lewis uh, has got a goal for Villa. It is now Villa one, Bournemouth two. So exciting! So back to Patrice Evra's experience with Ronaldo. So you just I've served you up just salad. Mm. Then Ronaldo says, just react how you would if I said this year. Okay, okay. we've had the food, which hasn't been nice. <laughs> Let's play two-touch in the garden. Oh. What would you say? What's two-touch? Just like when you only... No, no, get... yeah, just, uh, oh, fair point. That would be my initial thing. Because you don't want to agree to play two-touch and it turns out that actually their definition of that game is something different to what you had previously... Fair point. Do you want to come in the garden and play two-touch? I'm like, yeah. okay, well, let's just make sure that we're <laughs> playing by the same rules that I'm used to. Evra said, at this point, I thought, this is a really weird lunch. <laughs> Ronaldo then says, let's go swimming. It sounds like something out of a famous five book, doesn't it? <laughs> come around time for my lunch. Oh, there's been another goal. Hold on, air hole. Uh-oh. <laughs> We've got a hat-trick. Pukki oh, no. has scored another for Norwich. It is now Norwich 3, Newcastle 0. They're really uh, sort of putting that 
Shaky start last week to bed now. Uh, the Pookie, three goals. Norwich, three. Newcastle, nil. Pookie, pied. Um, <laughs> Very nice. Does that make any sense? Uh, so then he says, so let's go swimming. How would you feel about that? Well, I'd go swimming. But if I'd invite you around for lunch and say, let's play two touches, and we play two touches, then say, let's go swimming. What slightly troubles me about this is the order in which it's all taking place. Surely you exactly. go for a swim before lunch? Let's, go, look, every- let's have some lunch and then do you want to go for a pool? It's like, no, I'm absolutely stuffed. So this is what Everett says. He says, I don't want to vomit in your pool. <laughs> we started swimming slowly, then he was swimming like it was the Olympics. After this, Ronaldo then says, let's go to the sauna. What would your reaction be then? Alarm bells. <laughs> I said, wait, Cristiano, I respect you, I love you. You said we would have a nice lunch, but I feel we have a second training session. I will never come to your house ever again. <laughs> he laughed. I said, no, I am your guest. You should treat me better next time. So I won't go again to his house until he swears he will treat me like a king. Wow, and how are they now? That sounds like a sort of friendship ending it does sound like Afternoon. that was the end of it. Yeah. I mean, if I invited you around to my house, gave you a chicken salad, then made you play football, swim, and go to a sauna. I would say, I will never come here again unless you treat me yeah, like a king. I don't want to see you again. Your face makes me feel physically sick. <laughs> Your cooking skills are absolutely abysmal. And uh, what you did to me in that sauna was unacceptable. <laughs> Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio. Here we are on the flip side. You know, people often say, I see you on the flip. But when you do see them on the flip, no one ever says, welcome to the flip. Here we are, in the flip. We are now in the flip. Wow. For the first time in your life, welcome to the flip. How does it feel to be on the flip? It's great. I feel oh, ex- on the flip does sound like a euphemism for kind of not declaring taxes, doesn't it? You had about McCaffrey's on the flip. <laughs> <laughs> the Rev got involved after he started doing Absolute Radio. <laughs> Claiming he had a back complaint. Although you do have a back complaint. Oh, let's not go into that. I've forgotten about it. Oh, it's killing me. <laughs> it comes on very suddenly, often around, <laughs> often around the tax deadline. Always in the flip, actually. That's what brings it out. <laughs> I tend not to go to the flip too often, I can help it, because it really plays havoc with my back. That's true. I mean, you shouldn't do flips with the back. back. I mean, that's true. Back flips, <laughs> forward flips. That got the kind of uh, perfunctory laugh it deserved. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a real pleasure, Paul. Um, I'm sure we will see you at some point during the season. Yeah, I hope so. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for co-hosting these two shows, these two podcasts. Um, how would you sum up your experience in a sentence? Sexual. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, we should say Paul is naked at this point. <laughs> see you next week.